Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk. Today, we're going to cover the subject of the purpose of music. Let's talk about it. We've got Pastor Andrew here, our music pastor at our church. And so, we're glad to have the opportunity to speak uh, as pastor's given us on Let's Talk. So today, the purpose of music. And a few things we want to cover today. Um, the first one is with with what is the original purpose of music in the Bible uh, that God set up? That's a good question. First of all, uh, just let me say again, thank you. Good to be with you here today, Brother Mason. And uh, music is certainly not a, uh, it's not a topic that everyone's got an opinion on it, right? Everybody has something uh, to say about it. Uh, a lot of what we chalk up to music uh, is preference. And a lot of it, you know, we'll, we'll get into that here in a little bit. But I think the question is a good question because ultimately as Christians, as Bible believers, as children of God, we want to know what is pleasing to God, mm. what is honoring to God. And I find that when you take take that conversation and make it about what's pleasing to God, it allows us to, to line our mind up properly. Whereas people, we take music very personally. Mm. Uh, as you know, it's it's connected a lot of times to our identity. Uh, you know, it's very powerful in that. You know, many times a song uh, will take you back to a certain place. You know, you hear that song, it's like, oh, it takes me back to 1992, mm. you know, when I was sitting on the beach or whatever. But it's amazing that that powerfulness, the person, the personality of music, and, and there's so much more we could talk about here. But, but coming back to what you asked, the, what does the Bible say about music? I think it's important. Mm -hmm. And so you know, surprisingly, the Bible doesn't say a lot about styles of music. I mean, you can look at the temple worship and all that. But I think ultimately you have to look back at the original uh, occurrences uh, in Scripture. You look at, of course, the, the biggest book of the Bible is Psalms. It is a mm -hmm. song book. So that, that tells you music certainly is important. But think of it. The first song in your Bible uh, is over there in Exodus chapter 15, I believe. And it says, uh, you know, you see Moses singing this song. Uh, and it says, then saying Moses and the children of uh, Israel sang this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing to the Lord for he hath tried gloriously his horse and his rider thrown to the sea. This is right after, uh, of course, they were uh, rescued from Pharaoh in the Red Sea, the drowning. And so this is the first song we see in the Bible is praise to God for his deliverance. Mm. And so that gives us a good uh, reminder that ultimately music is about praise. It's about worshiping and lifting up uh, our Savior God, our Creator. And of course, all throughout the book of Psalms, you see you know things that extol God, that bless God, songs of thanksgiving. Uh, so lots of different kinds of songs in the Bible. I would say ultimately praise and worship of God. And so your music is going to praise something. Now, as Christians, we want our music to honor and glorify God. I would say, secondly, a purpose you'll see in the Bible a lot of times is that music is moving people to somewhere. Uh, of course, you remember the, when the temple was first uh, opened there and Solomon and all that, uh, uh, they sang and they played and the trumpeters, all that took place. Then the Holy Spirit came down. Then they were able to, uh, to worship together. So there's a lot about music you see in the Bible bringing us from one place to the other. Uh, David says, you know, come let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. So he's inviting us in song. Uh, let us enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So music is taking you somewhere. And in the Bible, it's bringing you uh, either maybe to a spirit of thankfulness or a spirit of worship or a spirit of praise. Uh, but music that maybe is not honoring or glorifying God is taking you somewhere as well. And then lastly, along the lines of uh, purpose of music in the Bible would be to teach. 
Uh, and a very familiar verse we, we know, Ephesians chapter 5, uh, that says, you know, speaking unto yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, uh, teaching uh, and one another. That's a big part of that, a singing and making melody in your heart. And then it's Colossians, I believe, uh, Colossians 3, that says speaking and teaching uh, one another. So uh, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms. So though, if, you, if you take music and realize those three purposes that the Bible gives us. It's praising and worship, it's moving us towards something, and it's teaching us something, and apply that to all music and say, okay, so what is my music worshiping? What is it glorifying? Uh, what is it taking me to? Uh, and what is it teaching me? Uh, that's going to help solve a lot of those uh, so-called gray areas uh, of whether or not I should listen to that sort of thing if you bring it back to its biblical roots. And it helps you make decisions for the church as well there. Absolutely. And it kind of brings us to that same point to where there's obviously that purpose behind it uh, of music that the Lord intended. Absolutely. But how we look at that purpose or how we look at what we can learn from it or where it's taking us. Right. And you said everyone, uh, you said uh, our style of music and everyone has a different style, mm -hmm. right? Which we'll kind of get into in a little bit. Yeah. But we all have that different music that we enjoy that still honors the Lord. Oh, yeah. So there's obviously different signs of worship in that regard. Yeah, and a lot of um, the biggest arguments, you mentioned that, uh, are usually about style, uh, a preference of musical, you know, instrumentation or whatever. Those are usually the biggest arguments we come across. Quite frankly, those things aren't dealt with nearly as much in Scripture. Now, you can learn some things, but you got to remember, Satan was... A musician, you read about him over there, and yeah. you know, Isaiah or wherever that is. He's the whole body made up of music. Yeah. So, so before we jump into that one, it's going to go hand in hand with our second point. There is what are some misconceptions about music, whether it's uh, misconceptions personally or in just in life in general. Some misconceptions about music that people might have. Yeah, there's two that I can think of. The first one is that uh, number one that the Bible says. Something, has something to say about specific styles, or there's a lot of direction in that area. And, and frankly, there's not. Uh, where, where the Bible is going to take us, you look all throughout, you're not going to see thou shalt uh, only have, you know, acoustic instruments here. And, you know, it's funny because growing up, uh, I grew up in a very formal Baptist church back in the Midwest. And for many years bef before I was born, they wouldn't allow a piano because they considered it a bar instrument. Hmm. Well, look at where we are now. A piano is, is foundational for most of Absolutely. fundamental Baptist music. So those are cultural things. And, and, and I don't think, again, that's not a right or wrong issue. Uh, but it's amazing how much time we spend on those issues. But again, it's the heart of the of the matter. It's it's where is it taking you? It's that what's that praise? So those are things that are debatable. So that's one misconception, I think. People think that there's, there's all these rigid guidelines. But I think, secondly, the misconception kind of on a different uh, plane is this. And that is that our music choices don't matter. That is what I listen to at home, my secular music style, whatever, that, that doesn't matter. Uh, and you got to be understanding it really does matter, especially when you take those three things into consideration, that, it, that you're worshiping something, it's teaching you something, it's taking you somewhere. Uh, you're, what you listen to outside at home, in the car, with your kids, it really does matter where you're going uh, for that wisdom, for that message, and kids pick up on that. And again, we can go on on that, but those are a couple of things. I don't know maybe yourself, if what are some misconceptions that you've seen maybe when it comes to music in the church or personal yeah, lives as well? Absolutely, and it's, and it's the same, it's that same vein. It's it's personal, right? And that's the mm. same thing with Christianity. It's not legalism or anything like that. It's just the stance of like our church. Like it's when it comes to music, it's you're like, well, my church might be more formal than I am. Well, that's okay um, because it's an individual relationship with the Lord. And then most importantly, it's whatever that pastor or pastoral staff of that local church deems is okay for in-house worship. Absolutely. Or in yeah. church and whatnot. And so it's 
hey, you're like, well, man, that music style is not mine, it's, or whatever, hey, that's okay, because that pastor, that pastoral leadership, uh, that pastoral team, they deemed that it's okay for their church, and that's great. Um, and then you look at it like our church, like our pastor and you being the music pastor, kind of look at it and kind of go in a direction that the Lord feels that us as a church likes that music, and so we ticked, we go with that style. Um, and then the same thing at home, where as long as you have that right relationship with the Lord, that's the most important. Sure. And the misconception with this, it like you asked in my personal life, well, there's some things in my life that my flesh really likes to listen to. Mm. And you're like, well, is there anything wrong with it? Well, not necessarily all of it, but I know my flesh and what the Lord has spoken to me about. Absolutely. Yeah. So I can't do listen to that because why? Because the Lord has spoken to me and said, hey, this is not good. Absolutely. And it's yeah. that he that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him and his sin. So it's that, that misconceptions, it's, it's between you and the Lord. And the same thing, if I were to say, hey, this music offends me or causes me to stumble, then you and your Christian life, if you listen to it, the Lord hasn't spoken to you, that's fine with me. Mm. But you, if I tell you and then you listen to it, well, now you're causing me to stumble. And that's why you want to kind of take the higher road with it. Yeah. Kind of how your approach to it is. Because everyone's at different stages, different levels in their Christian life. And uh, we want to make sure that we're cognitive of the brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Um, and you're never going to go wrong taking the high road in mm. anything in life. Um, and kind of just pray about it and have, uh, make sure you have peace with the Lord as you listen to it. Kind of study a little bit about it and what kind of music you like or listen to. And then obviously what you do in moderation, your kids or those around you might do in excess. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. You brought up a good point in that, and that is what the flesh likes. Because uh, we be honest, we know what our flesh likes. Uh, but we also should be very clear that there's obvious things in, in, our, in our culture today and it seeps into Christian music that are obviously wrong. Mm -hmm. They're obviously sinful. I don't have to name artists, but I mean, uh, I'm a youth pastor, so out of curiosity, I want to see what's, what are the top 10 artists of 2020. And so I Googled it. I tell you what, I could not quote the lyrics of the top five songs in public, but that's what people are. It, so it's, mm -hmm. it's seeping in and folks are becoming, we know what's wrong and we know what our flesh likes. And so there's always that battle between the flesh and the spirit. Romans makes it clear. Uh, we don't want to live under the flesh. We want to be, mm -hmm. to be carnally minded is death. Uh, but we're supposed to walk in the spirit as Galatians teaches us. So I think when, when, we, when we're like this, it's music, it's all music. Well, hey, it's actually about our walk with God, understanding that, hey, certain things feed the flesh. Mm -hmm. And there's quite a spectrum there. And we know when we know when it's feeding the flesh, and we know when it's feeding the spirit. And, and like you mentioned, the meat offered into idols issue, mm -hmm. causing a brother to offend. Uh, that's that's another level of thinking about it. But I'll tell you what, you know, when I was younger, and I would hear those, -na -na, you know, those guitars drive my flesh, you know. But then I realized, you know, I'm not on the highway to hell. Uh, that's not the direction I'm going. And I've watched enough people go that way. Mm -hmm. And so that song is not a. Though it may pull up my flesh briefly, I've seen enough guys go that path to say, no, I'm not on that road and I'm not for that so anymore. The, so the yeah. base thing with it is those misconceptions, as we yeah. talked about, is that you want to make sure that you understand what it might be teaching in the music, where it's leading you, whether it's in the flesh or in the spirit. And you just ask the Lord and he'll show you in your relationship. But those misconceptions is music will make you think a certain way and it will bring you a certain way. Absolutely. You yep. just want to make sure you seek the Lord and what he would have you to do in your family or in your personal life. Amen. And then obviously you pray for your uh, pastoral staff as they make right decisions because obviously our goal and purpose is to honor the Lord. So last week as we kind of wrap up is how should the local church approach music uh, in a house of worship and in things like that? 
Yeah, that's a great question, and I think that's one that you put it on a local chat forum, you're going to get a thousand different answers. Right. A lot of debate, and again, it's usually over style. Uh, so that would, again, you've already mentioned it, you know, that's between the pastor and the Lord and where the influences you have, you got to be careful. Uh, you know, we can talk about modern, old, that's total preference. But again, we go back to our purposes. Are we honoring Christ? Is it bringing you to a place of worship? Are we teaching our congregation? Uh, there's a lot of songs that are just fluff, but once in a while I'm digging through some new artists and there's some really solid Bible-based teaching. Mm -hmm. There's also some uh, in a lot of modern contemporary Christian music that has a lot of reform or Calvinist teaching in it. So you gotta be careful. Popular groups that you hear something like, wait a second, he's talking about you know irresistible grace or, you know, and it's like, so they kind of slip that in sometimes. So again, that takes discretion as a pastor of a local church. Uh, again, that's between you and the Lord, but whether you have a piano or a guitar or acapella or organ or whatever, you know, read the Bible and let the Lord speak to you like you said. And, and every church is gonna have a little different flavor. You use the people that God's given you and you're moving them in the right direction. Now I will say this, we do see that there is a direction that certain styles can take a church. So, but again, that's between, uh, that's between the pastor and God understanding, hey, we want to worship God together and we want to do it in a way that's that's not carnal, uh, but uplifting. And I think there's a lot in that, <laughs> in that feel that's Absolutely. good stuff and, and people have discernment. And yeah. then I think the same thing like with our church, obviously I might be a little biased, but I think that that our pastor does a great job in trying to keep that music good, uh, uplifting with good Bible doctrine in it, and I think you do a great job in fulfilling that vision that pastor would have as the music pastor of our church. Um, We're and trying. That We're growing. same thing that with it, and then the Lord's given us those that have a beautiful gift and a voice for the Lord. Amen. And you know what? If you're in our church and you have a voice that you're not necessarily using for the Lord, hey, jump into the music ministry. Absolutely. Uh, jump back in. We're getting, you know, trying to get things uh, fired up in a safe manner. Um, so just... Jump in if you have that gift, if you haven't necessarily take that step, or hopefully this can be a little nudge in that way. Come see Pastor Andrew, kind of get you plugged into maybe special music, choir, things of that nature. It's a great time to jump in. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate um, the plug. <laughs> so, And then just continue to pray for pastors. He kind of just leads us and directs us in music and obviously puts it on Pastor Andrew's heart to kind of guide us in that direction. So that we have, as we learned, that purpose of music is when we start to jump into Music before preaching, pastor always has a special uh, song or a congregational song. Why? To kind of get us our minds thinking on that spiritual vein before he gives the word of God so that he can be prepared so that our hearts can be stirred for what God would have us. So uh, thank you so much for that, for that purpose of music. Uh, as we did, let's talk. So if you haven't already, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you'll see that button underneath. Go and hit subscribe and then hit the bell so you can get notified when we launch them Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Uh, every week. Uh, thank you guys. Have a great day.